I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Ah, uh, welcome to Preach Camp Preach. Here we are again with another episode, another sermon. Here, my boy Rashad, as always. What up, man? And of course, we got newcomer, my boy Eric. How's it going, man? Man, what's going on with y'all, boy? Nothing boys, much. Man. Nothing much, man. So we we're gonna rec- we recap the draft, yeah. recap the draft, and we're just gonna talk about what we what we seen, things we like, things we didn't like, players that we that we excited for to see this upcoming NFL season. So I'm just, I'm just gonna open the floor up and. Uh, I guess we're gonna start with the, you know, just the just the the whole time and that was that was Kyler Murray going to the Carters where we knew he was going all along. Yeah. So Word. what y'all got to say about that? Yeah. I like I I ain't gonna lie. Me, first of all, I was I I'm gonna speak on just Kyler Murray just being in college. I wasn't big on the guy. You know what I mean? Because he was small, but he did end up going into a system that fit him. With Kyler Murray being a baseball player, I think it fits pretty well. I still, I'm not completely sold on his arm. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he'll be pretty accurate, but this is the thing. Here's the difference. Like, you're dealing with NFL professionals now. It ain't a whole, you ain't going to have as much space in between or the separation between your receivers and your and your linebackers or your safeties or your DBs. It's not going to be quite the same. The reads are going to be different. The protection is going to be different. Of course, he's going to pick it up because he's a professional now and he's going to have plenty of time to do that. But it's just with him being – well, how tall is the dude? He like, what, six? Uh, well, maybe 5'11"? 5'11", that's what they say. But I'm going to go five nine and a half, and they gave him a little extra. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. you know how it is. They, You know, they – when you you look at the the roster, they give you two extra little inches, man. But I I don't know. I, I'm sure Lincoln Raleigh they got a plan as far as like shifting pockets and all of that stuff to to make it to where Colin Murray will be able to see. But him being five nine, I just I'm not sure how. I, I, I worry about that because his linemen are what six foot or better. Easily. So it's like how how you gonna be able to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, easy six foot. So oh six four, six four or better. So it's just like, man, that's a, that's something to worry about. That's that's a concern. As 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 much as everybody want him to do good, so you gotta keep it real though. You gotta be realistic about the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a surprise he went number one. That was highly anticipated. Uh Cliff's been chasing him since high school, so it wasn't a surprise they wanted him to get his guy and you of know, course. make him make him to the team they think they can be. But as far as just 
overall, they, they could have probably handled the Rosen thing a little bit better. And I would have honestly tried to keep him at least and just take Nick Bosa, who was probably the best prospect, him and Quentin Williams. But they wanted Murray. They got Murray. So let's see how it plays out within about three or four years. We'll know if it's a good hire or a bad hire because if, if it was a bad draft, <laughs> they're going to fire everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, everybody gone. <laughs> and to be honest, I think the Cardinals, you know, had a had a top five draft as far as for my list. Um, Kyler Murray starting it off, and I think I think and what you do is try to help your quarterback is is pairing with the receivers and and what the, what the Cardinals did was go ahead and build a little like what Chris Carter always say your receivers should be a basketball team and you got Hakeem Butler your your, your big power four red zone threat yeah and they they yeah, got yeah. they got. Andy Isabella in the second round. He's the speed, the speed guy, the point guard of it. Then you got Keyshawn Johnson, your little small forward, your possession receiver. And then, right. and then on top of that, on top of that, they got a, a Brian Murphy who was a, who was rated to be a first round court, a cornerback, but ended up being the second round. And they, they got him a power DN, uh, Zach Allen, who I heard good things about. I ain't really receiving too much tape on him, but um, and then to the, see the Deontay Thompson from Alabama fall so far, I, I, I think yeah. I think as far as just piecing it all together. With the Kyler Murray, I think they just – I think they had an outstanding draft. And uh, with, of course, with Larry, with Larry Legend and with David Johnson, you're talking about an offense that can – I'm not going to put it on, on a, no, uh, no pedestal like the, how, how Rams did when it was Sean McVay first got there. But, I mean, I can, I can see it if it does happen. I like, I like how the Cardinals drafted. I mean, like, you can see, you can see the potential. You see the potential and the direction that it's going, even if it don't hit this year. I mean – and I don't, I don't know who who's to say that it won't because I mean I think I think Kyler Murray is a proven winner though the guy the guy knows how to win and that's and that's I guess that's that's big you know coming in uh, with a brand new coach I I think one of the bigger things that I'm gonna be looking for as far as as the Cardinals though is how how Lincoln how Lincoln Riley adapts though and I'm not trying to change the subject or nothing but I mean I am I mean. You know me, bro. Like I, I'm, I'm gonna look all the way into it from top to bottom. The well, my team is the Falcons, and um, you know they did all right. I mean, we did, I guess, what we, what everybody felt like we needed to do. <clears throat> we drafted a few, uh, some linemen in the first first round, and yep. uh, and then what the fourth and fifth round, or the the fourth round, we had two more picks. Uh, we got two defensive guys, and I guess those were necessary too. I like that. I like Kendall Sheffield, though. I mean, he's coming from Ohio State, uh, a school that puts out, I think, some of the top tier. Well, I don't say top tier DBs, but whenever they do have some guys come out in the first two rounds, they they they're pretty solid. They're pretty damn solid. I mean, hey, uh, was who was the? I don't know who the first defensive back was that came out this year, but I mean. Kendall Sheffield, I mean, I'd put him up there though, as far as just his skill set in itself. Six foot, almost two hundred pounds. I'm sure he's running pretty good, and I know he's a hit. He's a physical specimen, which is what I like in a corner. We need that. We need a corner who's gonna hit. I mean, we got cover guys all day, but who's gonna, you know, some run support? Yeah, one of my teams is the Miami Dolphins. I thought at number thirteen, they hit with Christian Wilkins. Uh, of course, everybody remembers him from jumping on Roger Goodell at the uh, on stage at the draft. <laughs> but uh, Wilkins is a he was a, he was a three year starter at Clemson. Uh, they won two titles with him, um, first team All American, mm-hmm. things like that. So pretty accomplished guy. Of course, they 
basically stole Josh Rosen. I, I had to add that in. They basically stole Josh Rosen. He was a, yeah, a top big. he was a top QB pick last year for the for the Cardinals and then the Dolphins just really got him for, you know, pennies on the dollar. So I think that'll help them out. So we know yeah. for sure they're not gonna be tanking for Tua or nothing like that next year. And then they also got uh Michael Dieter from Wisconsin. He was a four year starter. Um he was an all big ten guy. I think he was a second team All American this past year. Then I liked it. I know it was a late like six, seven round pick, but they got Isaiah Prince. I think that was a good one. because uh, he was a I think he started like forty, forty something games at Ohio State and he was a all big ten as a senior. So I think they made some good picks. Yeah. Like anybody that got some guys from Ohio State, this year's Ohio State team, they got some they got some they got some damn good players. Like as everybody know Ohio State they put out as far as defensively, offensive, they put some guys off the offensive side of the ball pretty good too. But on that defensive side of the ball, it's always legit. They always have some legit cats come out. So whoever got some guys from Ohio State, they did it. They did. They 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 got they got their they finna get their dollars worth, their money worth. Oh yeah, and, and to, to piggyback off that, you know, already in the twenty twenty mock draft, they, the first pick in the draft is Chase Young from Ohio State. So you're right about that. And but like. Yeah. But Rashad, you 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 hit a uh, a good point about the Dolphins though. Like you've seen the guys that they drafting, they're drafting guys who's high character, being starters in the uh, in the yeah. field, just like Bill Belichick and Brian Flores doing the same type of same same type of uh, I guess mold for the Dolphins team, which need a lot of work. Stealing Josh Rosen, man. First of all, first of all, it was already rumors about Dolphins, you know, trading the second round pick for Cardinals, for for Rosen from the Cardinals. Right. Then they decide to. Trade back in the second round, and like I was like, I was like, man, that's a that's amazing. <laughs> and like the Dolphins trying to make some power moves, bro. I mean, me personally, I I, I wasn't even mad at that at that Rosen move either because I mean, as he's pretty, he was pretty banged up from from Arizona. But the guy, he still, I I say he's fresh as far as just being a quarterback. He's a fresh quarterback, and he in in. You might as well say I mean, he's coming into his what second? Is it second or third year? I think it's his second year. This is his second, second year, year coming. Yeah, he's a second year guy. He has some experience, but he's again. I mean, the fact that he's a this is this is only his second year in the NFL. He got some experience now. He's I mean, he ain't like he ain't old. He ain't all beat up or nothing like that, bro. The dude, he still. I think the guy can still play. He just was uncomfortable in uh in Arizona. I, I can't I even say he's uncomfortable. Uh, you know, I think it was just bad situation. They had so many injuries, bad O line, not enough weapons for the guy. Uh, I mean, they they got Steve Wilkes from the Panthers. He's a defensive dude, and you got a rookie QB. Yeah. You don't need a defensive coach. So I think it was just bad elements in that regard. And uh, my last quick yeah. point about about uh, Josh Rosen and Dolphins, I'm excited for the next ten years for that AFC East division because the the yeah. three qu- quarterbacks from last year, Darnold, Allen, and Rosen. They're all in the same division now with the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins. Oh. So we will get to see who's the best out of that draft class just from production, head-to-head. Mm-hmm. We'll get to see who's the best out of that, that core from uh, that division in the next 10 years. Yeah, that's true. Now, let me tell you a team that I was really shocked at, too, that, that really impressed me, and that was the Denver Broncos. You know, John Elway, when well, he was done at, at at least at the quarterback position, you know, he – he he really he been, he been missing really as a GM um, <laughs> yeah. year in and year out like because he didn't draft any of the stars that's there um, 
yes, he was able to bring a Super Bowl um, home to the Broncos, but I mean, he did that with veteran help. Um, and like guys, yeah. like guys, like we thought was gonna pop, like Shane Ray didn't pop, like he like wanted to. Bradley Roby, he's solid, but he didn't get to, to the start that I, I, I thought he would have been. But what they did in this draft, because the whole time everybody was putting Drew Locke at number ten, and which you know after you trade <clears throat> trade Keenum away and go get Flacco, and then you're just going to wait. You know, he's, I wouldn't say waste the pick, but if, if you're using a, a pick that high, in my opinion, he should be starting and. Having yeah. Joe Flacco and having Drew Locke together, I mean, especially with that high draft capital, I I, I didn't I didn't really see see the value. But what they did well, how was how long do you, how long left do you think that uh, Flacco has left though? I mean, I mean, two years, two, two, yeah. two, 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 two years. Let let Locke uh, get groomed. There, two, there we yeah. go. Like, yeah. that, so that's why I kind of I do respect the move a little bit. Oh yeah, you know, no, he, ain't, he ain't got long. Enough. Now I'm I'm this is why it's so great because you not wasting that ten you trade back get you a right. get you a tight end no offense who everybody had big hopes for he wasn't receiving a slash converted tight end then uh-huh. then you was able to get a, a starting a starting O lineman for the next five to ten years and Dalton Reisner who everybody loved uh, in the Senior Bowl and in the Combine and then able to trade back up and still get the guy you wanted all along at ten. I just think that yeah. was just I think that was just beautiful mastermind. And like now having Drew Locke as a as a second round, third round pick, it's not as bad, you know, it's not as bad now than you wasting a ten and not having a not having a no fan or not having that O lineman to, to to help, you know, to help Drew Locke out when when yeah. it is his time. Yeah. Well, where where is Drew Locke coming from? Uh Missouri. So yeah, Missouri. He, he so he played SEC uh, football. So he 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 doesn't he done seen Georgia plenty of times, he done seen he doesn't yeah. see it at all, so he 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 should be ready at least. Yeah, yeah. As far as he, talent, he's, yeah. he's basically played in the in the NFL of of college football, so he right. he should be ready from that. Yeah, you're right. That's that's big. And Kev, you already big. mentioned them, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and put them down. I have I had the Broncos down too, so I'll just go ahead and talk about them real quick. Um, the first pick, no offense, that was a a steal at 20. You know, they, they swapped with Pittsburgh, and I don't think anybody had the the guts to reach for for Fant. So, Fant was a great pickup, seeing that they don't really have any – they don't have a great, a great tight end. Great. And they were, yeah. <laughs> they and, they're, they're, and their receiving core is kind of going to a makeover with Demarius Thomas gone. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders had the injury. Um, and, they, you know, they, they do have some, some young talent there. So, I think Noah Fant is a, a great weapon needed, a great weapon. And then they had uh, – we talked about Rosner already. He was a great senior bowl. Uh, so I think that was a good pick. Of course, Drew Locke. They didn't do what the New York Giants did. What me and Kel talked about last time. Do not reach on QB. So they could have got Locke. At, <laughs> no, they could have stayed at ten and got Locke, but they traded back. Still got the guy they wanted. And uh, of course, they got uh, Draymond Jones from Ohio State. And I'm always if you go to uh, Urban Meyer, Nick Saban, uh, Dabo Swing program, I think you're going to be a high character guy, and you should be at least a three year starter. Once you kind of find your foot in the NFL, yeah. so uh, Draymond Jones was probably a good third round pick too. So I had the Broncos on my list of five as well. Um, for me, uh, man, country. Well, uh, a lot of people I, I've seen that Green Bay they've been going through a whole lot as far as with this this breakup of uh, Aaron Rodgers and their head coach. There's been a lot of controversy going on up there, but I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't mad at how they how they drafted this year. Um, they got Rashawn Gary out of Michigan, who was uh, – he's a, I mean, you know, Michigan and their defense, they got a pretty – they have a fast defense. They play 
pretty well in the Big Ten compared to uh, with, you know, their counterpart being Ohio State. Um, they hold damn near every Big Ten school to under, what, 21 points, unless it is like an Ohio State or a Penn State. Those are like their biggest competitors. But um, you had Darnell Savage coming out of Maryland. Uh, he played safety. I don't really know too much about that guy, but I do know that Maryland's um, defense, uh, well, that secondary wasn't bad. I watched like maybe one or two games. Matter of fact, I watched the Ohio State game maybe a couple of days ago, and they, I think they took Ohio State in the overtime, um, and it was a pretty uh, good defensive game. Uh, my biggest pick, since I'm a Texas A&M guy, uh, I was I was pleased to see that J.C. Sternberger uh, was picked up. He, he was picked up in the third round. That's going to be a good look for Aaron Rodgers and a damn good weapon. Um, he, to me, oh, and knowing the guy, just watch, has watching him progress over this season, being with Jimbo Fisher and his offense, it's it's going to be a very similar up in Green Bay as well. I think his role is going to be almost the same. He's not a big run blocking tight end. I'd say he's uh, I'd, I I'd compare him to Jimmy Graham. Um, but I would also say he's like a Travis Kelsey too. I'd, I'd lean more towards Kelsey because he's a he's a good receiving tight end. His athleticism is out, out of this world. Uh, he's a pretty good basketball player too, and I like when you know you have a basketball playing type tight end because he, he can high point balls and he'll go one on one with any safety when it comes to uh, matchups. So you got matchup problems all over the place. Yeah, I think <clears throat> what the Packers is trying to do is actually the smart thing. They they finally getting on board of what a Seattle Seahawks, a New England Patriots is doing. When yeah. when you got that quarterback who can take you to the next level, you need to build your defense up and to to, to where that they can hold they can they can hold leads for you. Even though your quarterback is so amazing and, and, and can win it back, you just you just need to do that. And, and what they did last year when they picked the like Jay Alexander and um, I think I'm forgetting the other cornerback name uh, from Iowa, um, Josh Jackson. Like last year they addressed yeah, secondary. Jackson. And, and then, and then, like I say, picking up, getting on Savage in the back end, and now you can get drafting guys. You still got Mike Daniels up, um, up, up front up there as well. But it's, do you do you do y'all think that they should have went? And it's probably just like just a knock on them. It's like, yeah, they they, they got tied in, but do you think they should have gave gave Aaron Rodgers some more O line help or or another receiver because they're one Devontae Adams injury from having nobody on the outside. No, I think I think they're fine. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's normally pretty good about not taking sacks. He'll throw the ball away or he'll run around and try to, you know, try to get yeah. out of it. So as far as O line, long as long as it's a long as he has a, a middle grade O line, when 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 he has a terrible O line, you know, he don't have a lot of seven. When you have a terrible O line, anybody's gonna get creamed. And yeah, uh, even but- even if Adam, you know, was to get banged up and miss a, a game or two here and there, a game of you know, three, four games. I think Aaron Rodgers, he's gonna get that that trust with the younger guys during the off season, and he'll start trusting uh, guys like Scantling more, some other guys. No, that's yeah. what I want to talk about though. Is like the what what Packers have done recently is is try to draft receivers late, and I'm not saying uh, late receivers don't don't pa- don't pan out because you do have when you have a have Antonio Brown in the sixth or uh, Stephon Diggs in the fifth. You you do have that. But I, uh-huh. I would I would say a high percentage of all your star receivers were were drafted high, and Devontae Adams I think was a second round pick, 
And I'm not saying that they shouldn't, you know, because you have to invest. But it's like, if 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 uh, MVS doesn't pan out, or I forget the other receiver they drafted last year, if, if they if they don't take that next step forward, can't I mean, how how much can we depend on Devontae Adams? So you know, to, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I love Devontae Adams. You know, I, I, he, I'm one of his biggest fans. But the reason mm-hmm. why I say you know it's it's hard to like not help Aaron Rodgers as much as possible, which you should go defense. But yeah, yeah. Like I said, you just had Adams and the old line is kind of suspect a little bit, especially with Rodgers getting banged up the last couple of years. Yeah. And you're talking about a division where he's playing a Khalil Mack twice a year in that Bears front seven. You're playing a Minnesota Vikings team with Daniel Hunter, Evans and Griffin coming after him. And I mean, Lions, you Lions. Gotta remember, remember, you got it. The Bears got that secondary too. Yeah. And then you. Bears secondary real too. And you would assume that the Lions' defense would come along because they have a defensive coach. That, Finally, that's my, yeah. You know, that's just my assumption. So you got uh, three teams that's 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 top heavy on. Uh, I want to say top heavy, but like very very good on defense. And if you got the, that front that front four coming at Aaron Rodgers, and you don't have the adequate backup, I mean, the, the offensive line plus only one receiver. You know, I I I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers is special and great. He can make anybody look uh, spectacular, but. You know, sometimes you got to you have to go after somebody and try to try to get that receiver high because it was rumors that they were trying to go get a Noah Fant early or a um or I heard rumors about DK Metcalf early, but they chose you know other, other directions. Uh, well, what can't happen? What can't happen as far as the Packers go? They can't have another last year where they drawing up plays in the, in the dirt. <laughs> I saw that a lot last year. They were they these dudes they were playing sound like football after a while, man. Because I mean. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers and then their head coach, they, you know, everybody know that they clashed all the time. And then now that you're saying that Devontae Adams, I mean, is he is he hurt right now? Or is is do you just talking about just his uh potential of getting hurt? I'm just I'm just, I mean I'm just saying like if if like you know, um just just, just recently if you know Tony Brown got hurt, they was fine because they had Juju. Or if Julio Jones okay. was banged up, you know, Matt Ryan still had a Calvin Ridley last season and Snoop. I'm just saying, like, Packers, if Vontae Adams go down in, in the field. Yeah, I'm just, ain't I'm nobody. Saying, I'm, yeah, ain't nobody. I'm not wishing for him to carry her, of course, because I'm going to draft him first round of fantasy if oh, I yeah. have to. <laughs> but but uh, if, yeah. I'm yeah, saying, yeah. If, he, if, he, if he does get banged up, I'm just saying, like, how, how can we blame Aaron Rodgers for not being able to be that great quarterback and make players when – you know, sometimes, you know, receivers got to do their job, too. Well, I mean, but that's that's kind of where I was going. Like, the the receivers that they did get or the guys that they got late, I think Aaron Rodgers, he'll be able to make – he'll be able to make these guys – I think he's, it's kind of similar to Tom Brady. The only thing is what you can't do, you can't have these guys draw – you can't draw up plays in the dirt and expect it to come out how you want it to. It needs to be a set system. You need to be a set play, something where these guys can pick up and you can, then you can make them look good, but you don't have no Jordy Nelson no more. So your back shoulder, you know, passes, you got to kind of, you got to, got to mold one of them. Devonte, if, if Devonte Adam goes down, you need to have another guy on the other side. That's very similar. So I don't know. I think these guys, they'll find their role. They'll find their role somehow, some way. But it's, I mean, it just needs to be, I don't know, it just needs to be something set, though. Because don't none of these receivers that the Green Bay got, I don't know none of these guys. <laughs> I don't know none of these guys. <laughs> no, Green Bay will be fine. You got Aaron Jones. They'll take um, – running the ball and take a load off Aaron Rodgers. He's if a they run, also. If they and run the ball. With, 
and they they run the ball like this. That was a big thing. Last year. Floor. That's true. Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll run the ball. Yeah, they 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 run the ball. So and then Jones is a pass catcher. Adams, Allison, MVS. You know those guys are gonna make the team for sure. So he he has you know he has things to work with. So I wouldn't be worried about possibly injury. And even though it happens, but I wouldn't be worried about uh about this stuff. So so your so your question is. Should they have focused more on the line, Kevin, or yeah. should they, you know, done with it? Like I said, I, I do, I do like that because you know, you know how like Seattle goes at the defense and and, and Russ can right, save and right. Russ can save the day, or Tom Brady can you get him on he, if he got the ball last, he can save the day, and so can Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I mean, like you said, it's it's kind of a Green Bay had never been known for good defense. I mean, you had your Clay Matthews of the world, and you had your, your star players, right. but they really wasn't really known for that. And I'm just saying, like. Maybe they should have addressed 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 the offensive side. Not even if it wasn't a receiver, maybe a better line to keep Aaron Rodgers upright, so you wouldn't have to go off script a lot because he can actually stay in the pocket and make make the necessary throws. Um, I mean, it, I mean, right. I, I can understand where they're going, and I, I understand because you know Matt Lafleur is an offensive guy, and you think he can be able to make any. If you're coming from a system where he learned under Kyle Shanahan, he learned under Sean McVay. He should right. know how to get receivers open. So, as a you know, from from those two guys, so he, he I really shouldn't be worried about it. But sometimes it feel like uh, Aaron Rodgers is always limping around because he getting hurt. He get hit so much. Word, that's and, been my big thing. About it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like he he limping around saving the day. And if you can, if if you have a premier corner like like the Vikings have and and Bears got uh, All Pro and um and Kyle Fuller, you you, mm-hmm. you kind and then Darius Slay in Detroit, you kind of worry like man. I know he going. I know Adams going to eat, but but can you can you can you like lay the load off a little bit? Because Jimmy Graham ain't ain't what he used to be, and it's hard. It's sometimes hard to trust a rookie tight end. I'm gonna go ahead and say who I have for third on the best draft list, and I have the I have the Colts. I think the Colts did pretty good getting Rockets in. Uh, they got Kari Willis. They got Paris Campbell, who I think is gonna be a pretty good weapon for Andrew Luck. They got uh, the edge rusher, so I think the the Colts did did pretty good. They're gonna be my pick to win the Super Bowl this year. I'm gonna go ahead and say that right now. Mm. I just think I just think with what the what, what they did last year, start at one and five, nine game win streak, you know, make the playoffs at ten and six. Andrew Luck was the MVP mm. candidate, and we know when he's healthy, they're ten and six at the minimum. Uh, the Texans really didn't address their needs as far as O line. Not, and then, of course they got a draft somebody, but you won't know how that pans out to a couple years down the line. But I think the Colts have enough weapons to get to the Super Bowl. I love their draft picks, and I just love what they're doing as an organization. I think their draft picks were were pretty good. I'm um I'm gonna go I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with him too. Like the the Colts, I their their draft picks, everything was solid. They they got a lot of the pieces that they already have. I think it was more a. a uh, some it was a depth thing for them. I mean, because they, they got a lot of pieces, but the but the pieces, the guys that they did draft, I mean, most of those guys they they might be able to come in and play immediately. Um, <clears throat> the Texans, that I'm not a big fan of those dudes, and I see I if if the Colts don't go to the Super Bowl, I know for sure that they'll they'll win the division. They got a good chance of winning the division. I don't see the uh, what is it? I think the Jaguars in the same division as them. Are they not a threat? Titans. Titans, Titans. Titans. The Titans, 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 Titans might be all right. Titans trade. This eight and eight waiting to happen. <laughs> 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 well, 
they got to see him twice. They got to see him twice, and I don't know. I mean, I don't see, I don't, I don't see the coach beating them twice. I, they might beat them once. I mean, I, I'm not, I, I'm not talking down on Mariota, but I do like the guy, and, and their run game is pretty, pretty good. It's, I think it's a their defense. I'll sucks, talk though. down on him. He bottom ten as a QB in the league. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can name yeah. twenty QBs better than Mariota right now. Dang, but for what they do though, say it again. For for what they do, it, it works. I said for what they do, it works though. Man, uh, man, Mariota, he he's never he- he's never healthy. He don't throw the ball well. You got Corey yeah, Davis. You, you you got Corey <laughs> Davis. You you basically wasting the dude over here. I mean, Titans. I like I like Mike Vrabel, former Patriot. He learned the pedigree, all that kind of stuff, but. There's no way I would trust the Titans to win a division and all that kind of stuff. The Colts gonna win nah, a division. Not winning Tennessee, no division. the Colts, yeah. they're gonna be ten, six, eleven, to five, no matter what. Long as you got, long as you have a healthy look, and now he got a year under his belt, so he gonna be, he's yes, gonna be sir. fine coming back. And then Texans, can they keep Deshaun Watson upright? The Jags, they're they're, they're still the Jags. They got Nick Foles. It's probably four and twelve, five and eleven. And the ten- Tennessee is just Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee is me- the most mediocre franchise outside of the Bengals in the NFL. <laughs> all right, yeah. first, first, all right. First of all, let's let's slow down on the Titans because let me tell you, I did have them in my top five of my draft class, uh, top five draft. <laughs> and, and and but but let me let me hear me out. First of all, didn't didn't um didn't the Colts draft John Abram too? Because uh, I I believe they did in the first round. No, um, a- Abram went to um to Raiders. No, no. Who do you go to? Yeah, Raiders, Raiders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I I know I know everybody was talking about how they they should, they should take him, but but if we're gonna piggyback in the AFC South. Uh, Texans, man. Yeah, like what, what they did was let the word get out that they wanted Andre Dillard, and what the Eagles do, jump him, take him as, as their franchise left tackle. So they Texas messed that up on their own self. Uh, yeah, because I saw the Jonah Weeks. I thought he was the best O line because we later on found out that Juwan Taylor had some some injury issues and stuff. So outside of Jonah Williams and Taylor, Dillard probably was the best O line guy. And then and then the mm. batting body was Texans took projection players, and I'm I'm not really I mean I'm not saying it's bad to take projection players, um, but I mean first round though I don't know, um, but to 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 go on with the Titans though. I think what they, they're they're a team, who, which I, I I do agree that Mariota is a bottom. I might go out of limb and say bottom five starting quarterback, but I think I think Mariota's I think Mariota I think Mariota holding them back, honestly, and um, because if you look at this, if you look at the, if you look at what they did, so Corey Davis, you, you drafted a top a top uh a top five pick in him uh, a couple years back, you got Derrick Henry. Got Deion Lewis offensive line. They 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 lost Josh Klein this offseason to the Vikings, but they they got they got a Nate, uh, Nate Davis at the third round of the draft, and he's a uh, he he's pretty good. They got they they signed Adam Humphreys, who I think is one of the premier slot receivers in the game. Uh, he he balled out in Tampa all the time, and and of course nobody paid attention mm-hmm. to him because he's in Tampa, and now he's in Tennessee, and we're still not going to talk about him, but. Um. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Them, and then they added who I thought was the best receiver in this class and A.J. Brown from Ole Miss. So I'm thinking this team, yeah. three yeah. receivers like that, you got a great running game, or at least at least a good tandem, and Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis. Uh, uh, a really good offensive line, and Delaney Walker's coming back, even though he's old right now. He's coming. He's coming back, and like you said, you saying they going eight and eight. This is a team where defense is. I, I'm not going to say top notch, but it, it, it's above. It's a slight, it's very above average. And with, and they got Jeffrey yeah. Simmons who tore the ACL, so he'll be coming back, and he's going to be who I thought was a top five player in this draft. Um, and I, Titans got it all. They got the co- coaching staff, everything, and. You so, saying and you saying they average because why? I mean, it got it got to be a reason. And I'm yeah, looking. The only at the thing Ty's good for is streaming or defense for fantasy. <laughs> hey, Corey, oh, man. that's that's crazy. But but I think I think if I think the Titans are in the, in the right step, and I think if they was able to let's say let's say if they do have a bad season, which which would be the perfect time to have one, honestly. Um, cause you got Angel Luck in the cold. So we, y'all saying soup, y'all saying Super Bowl or bust, which I'm, I'm on, the, I'm on the same bandwagon as that. If, if it ain't them, it's, it's them or Chiefs, in my opinion. As far as, I mean, obviously it's easy to say Patriots, um, but outside of them, I'm saying Coastal Chiefs is, is the two teams in the AFC, and then Jaguars. Who knows? They're up and down, and in the Texans, they're gonna be there um, at some point because they always find ways to win, even when they had trash quarterbacks. So Titans, yeah. this honestly, this honestly the perfect time to tank. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, because they got Mariota who always get hurt. They brought in Tannehill who always get hurt. If somehow they can tank and get a top 10 pick this season and go after a two, uh, a Justin Herbert or somebody like that coming out next year, I'm, you think about, you're talking about a Titans team that is, is one piece away from competing with the Colts and competing actually for exactly. a Super Bowl. Yeah, that would be, and, that's, and that's why I said, I mean, yeah, Mariota, he ain't, he ain't Tom Brady. He ain't none of these other uh, quarterbacks that's that's not, he ain't you know Deshaun Watson or nothing like that. But for what they do, like his demands ain't he, he ain't got he don't have that no high demands on throwing the ball. Like I mean they got they because they rely on Derrick Henry, you know a lot. Yeah, why get, he you get his touches. What I'm saying though, okay. Give me Andy Dalton. All right, bro. but not, but but look at what he got. What hell? Excuse me. No, sir. <laughs> I don't want no part. Hey, Andy Dalton, been done. That's over with. That's over with. Over with. You feel me? He know how to throw the ball, but nah, bro. I give me. I stay with Mariota. He got. He has some decent receivers now. He got a decent O line, and they almost like. They almost like the uh the Texans. They're gonna find a way to make something happen. They always it's always competitive in that division. It's it's, it's kind of a toss up between, you know, those three now because they have more. They don't have like trade. They don't make. They don't have like old receivers that are trades. Nah, nah. They got some young guys who can get in here and ball. Um, I, I, I think Mariota and, and Dalton bottom five, but that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, and and Dalton, he used to be my dude, man. I used to I really liked him out of TCU, and I liked him early in his career. But the, the guy just can't win, bro. Like, he just can't – I don't know what's up. That second half of the season, but, dude, it's just never – I don't know. I don't know what's up with my man. I, I think they drafted – I can't remember who they drafted. Man, they, 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 got got they got feeling from NC State. I don't think that was a good uh, pick for them. 
I don't think that was a good pick. I think Ryan Finley. Hey, Ryan mm-hmm. Finley got he got a strong arm though. Can but can it be he accurate? He's kind of tall too, ain't it? Yeah, he he he's up there. He's like he's like a like like a Phillip Rivers type of mold. Big yeah, big big word. yeah. Um. I looked at uh San Francisco for the 49ers because you know you know how uh on Facebook we've been talking a lot about you know Kyle Shanahan and what they did as far as trading for uh Jared McKinnon uh Tubman Coleman with mm-hmm. Jared McKinnon there already. But uh one one pick that did catch my eye was uh Jalen Hurd. Like I like the guy. I liked him at Tennessee. The guy could run the hell out of the ball. He's very athletic. He uh he catches well at coming out of the backfield too. That was one of my that was one of the things that I was high on him about, his ability to catch the ball. Um, people like Alvin Kamara. I mean, well, him and Alvin Kamara were very similar at Tennessee. Just Alvin Kamara, Kamara was the better guy, so he took the spot. But um, I don't know how much of you got uh, – of him did, you, did y'all see at Baylor, but the guy would split out and uh, play one of the slots, and he did good there. So I, I like the pick. I like it for what uh, Kyle Shanahan does uh, already. Um, you got Telvin Coleman, you got Jared McKinnon, he's gonna get his touches, but somehow or some way they gonna fit they gonna fit Jalen Hurt in in uh the right spot. He's not gonna be like uh I think uh Gabriel, he's not gonna be like him or nothing like that, but he's gonna be somebody that can get you a uh, for sure eight eight to ten yards or you know, so uh, I would say something like intermediate if he has to go down the field and catch the ball, but he can get it out the backfield as well. Um they, of course, everybody's big on Nick Bosa. He went first for those dudes. Uh, I think he's gonna do what he's supposed to do up up front, uh, for I mean, on their defensive front, uh, to add to um, what the 49ers have with Ruben, Ruben Foster, and uh, let me see, they got Debo Samuel coming out of South Carolina. So that'll be your your Gabriel type of guy. Uh, I just look at a lot of what Kyle Shanahan did at Atlanta with Atlanta. And that's that's what he's trying to make because you got to have those pieces to fit uh, for that system. Like like Chris Carter said, you got to have you got kind of building a basketball team. Well, with with that system, you got to have two big receivers on the outside. Uh, your Y or your T, they're going to be, I uh, say, in the six two six one six two range, kind of heavier set, but they're athletic. And then your 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 fast guys, your your quick twitch guys uh, at uh, number three. So I mean, I like what Kyle Shanahan is doing. The guy, they got. I think they're gonna get the ball rolling pretty early, and they're gonna they they gonna shock some people too. I think they gonna shock some guys this year. San Fran on my list too. <laughs> San, San yeah. Fran did a lot of a lot of uh, interchangeable parts. Like I think Debo and uh, I, I believe Hurd's gonna play receiver in on um, San Francisco. Um, Heard mm-hmm. we have him and you got Pettis from last season. You're talking about three guys who can play all over the field, and it's going to it's going to it's going to cause mismatches. And of course, they, their best player on the offense is, is George Kittle. So you're talking about a tight end that can't be stopped. So all the yeah. ten, all the tension going to be drawn on him when you got these running backs coming out of the backfield, Tevin Coleman and Kenan, and can't forget even Matt Breida. Uh, Jimmy G has no no reason to fail. Uh, he's paid yeah. he's paid to be the man, and he has no yes, reason. Sir. No reason to be the, uh, no reason to fail. And on that defensive side, I always talk to Rashad about this, and and I want to uh, your take on this. Do you think if if they didn't invest um, high draft capital into guys like Solomon Thomas and Armstead and Buckner, I believe that they would have went Quint Williams because I believe that the interior pressure is, to me, is so far is is I mean it's not 
that much better. But I think it's better to to get that pressure in the middle. And I think I think they that if if Four Niners could redo what they did like way back when and know what they know now, they would. I think they would have took Quinn uh, Quinn Williams and and had your D Ford on the outside and and Quinn Williams up the middle versus you know um, having Bosa and Ford and you hoping that these guys Armstead Buckner and Solomon Thomas can can rise to the occasion because I mean right now I'm not saying as a I'm not because uh, Buckner's fine Buckner's Buckner's uh, on the rise of being a star the other two though right. drafting you drafting top ten and those two ain't ain't, ain't pop yet I just it just if if they can you talking about a nasty front four and you know with, with the three guys being rotational players you talking about a nasty a nasty front four and, and for that division going after Russ after Jared Goff and Kyler Murray now it's I mean they they couldn't be more happy than the spot they in but I really I really wish they 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 had the power to go get Quinn Williams but that just that just personal preference though. Well, I, I don't I I actually like it because I mean look look think about it you got Nick Bosa who's coming off the edge and now while you know to me while in, uh, interior pressure is 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 vital or is key. I mean, with the game being you got that art, this RPO, this game turning into a, a run pass option lead. I mean, contain, c- containing is 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 one of the things that you probably want to focus on, and that's like to me, Nick Bosa is like the perfect guy to put to put there. Uh, I mean, he's strong. I mean, he's young, but he's strong. He has some. He has a uh, a pretty good IQ uh, for a defensive end. Um, he's athletic and he can make plays. So I mean, how many times he might see he's going to see Kyler Murray this year? That's something that that's something to consider, or to just all of the quarterbacks that he's going to see, or you know, like do I think do they play the Raiders? Correct. This season, oh, trying to think of Raiders' schedule. I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not sure because yeah, I, I, I've, I haven't looked at anybody's schedule this year, but I just know just with the league turning into a run pass option league, I think outside containment. Is is what teams are want to you know a lot of teams are are looking at now, or they're building for it. Well, yeah, I hit them forty nine ers too. I mean, for everything y'all said, Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, plus everything that they already have with D four, Quan Alexander, and all those guys. They have that trio of running backs: Breida, McKinnon, Tevin Coleman coming over. Jimmy G going to get he's going to get healthy. They already paid him big money. I already have forty nine ers penciled in for the playoffs. Um, but the last team I had, I had Dolphins, Broncos, Colts, 49ers. The last team I had was the Raiders. I thought they reached a, a little bit too far with the first pick of uh, Farrell, but getting Jacobs and getting Abram later on in the back of that first round, I thought that was major. Marshawn Lynch is retiring. Uh, Josh Jacobs, he's a he's the best running back in the draft class easily. And with his skill set, what he does, I think he's going to be great. He can be a, a pass catcher, and he can uh, run the ball pretty, pretty consistently. And they they needed somebody for uh, for defense, so they got Abram and Farrell. And then you're gonna pet it up with Derek Carr, who when he's has some weapon, he's upright. He's a pretty solid QB. They got Antonio Brown, so I think the Raiders are gonna be. They're not gonna be great this year, but they got some weapons to go into the right direction. So when they make that move to Vegas, they can probably be a pretty relevant team. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my top five of who won the draft. Dolphins, Broncos, Colts, 49ers, and uh, the Raiders. And my sleeper was the the Baltimore Ravens with Hollywood Brown uh, going there, Ferguson. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I thought getting uh, McSorley from Penn State was a good add, too. So let's say Lamar Jackson did go down or something like that. McSorley has the same skill set. So it wouldn't be uh, you go from Flacco to Lamar, you got to rebuild the whole offense. I thought McSorley, he can he the same skills he could step in if something was like an injury was to occur. Yeah, the the, the, the Raiders um, shock, shocked us um, from our draft day game when we was playing with – you know, me, I got the first three picks right, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I know Raiders getting the, getting Josh Allen pass Russia, and then he go clean, uh, clean and Farrell. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do I think that was a too high. Of, uh, obviously, I, I do, but if you told me, yeah, Raiders came out with Farrell, Abram, and Josh Jacobs, I'm giving that already. I'm, I'm giving that an A grade. Um, but, I mean, obviously, if they could have traded back a little bit, maybe like pick 10, and got and got Clint Farrell, then I think I think of course it'll it'll been it'll been excellent. But I think John Gruden and Mike Mayock are definitely in the right direction. But um, I mean they're they're kind of they're kind of locked locked in at at best at third position because I I don't think they're they're nowhere near the Chiefs and Chargers level. I I actually look uh, I didn't put I didn't I didn't put the Raiders and they weren't on um my list. But I did like that Josh Jacobs pick pick though. I mean, I, I mean somebody to replace Marshawn Lynch. This guy can come in there. And I was big on him at Alabama. He was my favorite back that they had last year, and I think this 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 past season and the season before. Like I like I like Jacob. I love the way he runs the ball. Explosive. He's very intelligent. I mean, he's kind of like a bowling ball, but he's shifty though. I mean, he has a low center of gravity, which I really like. Um, his agility was very impressive to me. But um, my pit, my last, my last team was the uh, Cleveland Browns. Like I liked that. I liked what the Browns did. Solely, just only for Greedy Williams, though. I mean, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's kind of far, it's kind of far fetched. But I mean, if you got, if you have three LSU guys on the same team. They're bringing a lot of culture. They're bringing a, a winning type of mentality to. To a young, a fairly young team. Now look at who's leading the team. You got Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. He's he. I, I love his fire. I love his energy. He's playing with uh uh uh, uh what's your man name? Um, Odell Beckham and the other receiver. Damn, I can't think. Jarvis of Landry. Jarvis, 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 yeah, Jar- Jarvis Landry. He got two very passionate receivers. Like you got a lot. I feel like you got a lot of passion on the team right now. Um, it's on the offensive side of the ball, but when then with Greedy Williams, he's going he's going to be one hell of a competitor to, uh, to come in there and start. I'm, I'm sure he's going to start once he get there. I I believe Joe Hayden is on. No, Hayden is Hayden gone. He was the uh, Steelers. Uh, you got Denzel Ward last what, year. Yeah, you got Ward though. Uh, yeah, on the other side of him. So you got. Go it's nasty. Then you then then they picked up Mac Williams as, as an inside linebacker. Like you can't go wrong with that. Like that dude. I mean Wilson. I'm sorry, Mac Wilson. The dude, man, bro. Me, I liked him because of just how he pursues the ball as uh for run support, and that's it. I didn't really see him in pass covers or nothing like that. But the dude, he's mean as hell. He fly. He sideline to sideline. You can't go wrong with that. Um, you got she- or what? Sheldrick Redwine out of Miami. Miami ain't done a whole lot in the last what. Two three years, but I mean they do have a uh, decent line. I mean decent. Uh, they got decent talent that comes out of Miami, and I'm pretty sure he co- he's coming from Florida. And I, I think Florida produces some of the best DBs 
uh, that you can find in the country. So, you know, I I, I say Browns t- take gets my last pick for uh, for as far as draft draft wise. And for me, around my five is uh, I, I I got the New England Patriots. Um, I think I think what they did because really I know I know uh, Kajess, uh, offensive lineman, he was he was projected to go first round like toward the combine. And he fell in the draft, and, and they got a steal with him. Then you got Nikhil Harry, yeah. who who I who was my second receiver, and I liked him a lot. He he will be a big body receiver for, for for Tom Brady. Then they got Chase Winovich, who he was a baller in college, and they got him late. They got Damian Harris to help help Sonny Michelle out. So you always feeling that need. And then mm. I think I think getting Jared Stidham, I think he was. I mean, I, I know when you stay in college, sometimes you, you, your value does fall because you got more tape on you, and and sometimes the talent around you don't be as good. Um, but I think Jared Stidham is he he going to learn behind Tom Brady? And either if even if he's not the quarterback for New England, I think I think he's going to take advantage of this opportunity and learn from you know the best quarterback to play the game. And if he is the bridge guy, I mean, I think he he fits the mold of what of what Patriots always always known as far as. Um, Big body, six four plus, you know, just and just can, can sling the ball and, and throw the ball with great accuracy. And I think that's Jared Stidham. So I think the Patriots had a good, a solid draft as always. And it seemed like, like I said, everybody played check because they always playing chess. Um, and yeah. which which keeps them being being the best franchise in, in in the game. So I think the New England Patriots had a good draft. They addressed both sides of the ball, helping Tom Brady stay up, upright. And not to mention they're gonna have their rookies from last year. Um, out of Georgia, uh, what's the uh, tackle yeah. last year? Uh, he he didn't play at all last season. Now he's back. So now you bring in another offensive lineman uh, mm. for for his first season. So and I think I think I think New England had a solid draft. Um, as what well. do you um? What do you feel? What do you feel? I mean, the learning curve from I think we talked about it on Facebook is the learning curve from for Jake Stedham Stedham or uh, whatever his last name is. Uh, is do you think the learning curve? Is going to be something that he struggles with going into New England, playing behind. I mean, coming playing behind Tom Brady, because I mean, think about the systems. The systems are totally different, and I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't know. I just don't see the trend. I don't see him coming into the NFL and picking all of that up, that information up when he's coming from something so simple. Uh, well, I think you know teams like you always notice where it'd be like. Um... Like the QB, like we always say, man, LSU had all this talent, but they never could do anything like as far as because they didn't have the quarterback or, uh, man, I didn't know receivers uh, from Georgia was this this talented so far and so far. So I I think it's kind of the same way in this situation where, you know, Auburn, when they do have a good quarterback, you you see it and then some, most likely it's going to translate. I mean, I really, it's, it's a very small sample size. Um, Cam Newton, I don't want to come to mind right now, but uh, I don't think he's gonna be that that special, but I think I think a, a right. Josh McDaniels system um, it is very complex. But I, I know he's gonna he always Josh McDaniels. The right reason why I like him so much is he fits your strengths. He he's not gonna he's not gonna fade away uh, from from what you not from what you lack on. And I think Stidham Stidham has yeah. I mean, he don't have the I want to say he had the traits of, of what Tom Brady has now. But as far as coming out a young Tom Brady, as far as um, smart, intelligent, knowing like knowing how the how stuff should work versus you know actually doing it. I think Stephen does have that um, that upper hand um, that he knows what to do, yeah. and so now he just have to go do it. And 
hopefully, I mean, like I said, you, I mean, you you were Tom Brady, so you should learn something, anything, pick up yeah. some kind of habit. So I think he'd be fine. Real, real quick. Yeah, he'd probably be like Jacob Brissett. He'd probably need like one or two years, like two years to kind of learn. Yeah, everything. I was just gonna say the same thing, straight up. Sorry, even if he's not with the Patriots though, like he might end up being. It might be a thing with with Stidham where he ends up, like you just said. He's, he's behind Tom Brady. He's learning from the best, but then he ends up getting traded, and then he shines uh, to, for the next team he goes, wherever he goes after that. I think that's what it's going to end up with him. Right. Uh, is, is there anybody else that we forgot to mention as far as players that, you know, that y'all liked in college and y'all glad to see in, in a certain spot? No, it's just Josh Jacobs for me. I'm, I'm glad he landed in Oakland. He'll get a chance to show what he can do. Uh, I think that was a good act by them. He can step right in and be a – be a workhorse back, yeah. running and catching the ball. Yeah, that's really the the main one for this uh, year for me. I, for me, I'm re- I'm just really happy to see um, Marquise Brown up there in in uh, Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. I think Jackson needed somebody who he can relate with or relate to. Um, and it's I, for me, I think just playing with Florida guys in my past careers, I I, I thoroughly enjoy seeing two guys coming from the same type of background on this, on the field together because I think they play better that way. They know they know what their strengths are. They know what, you know, I mean, and then it's, it's fast. It's very fast. So Lamar Jackson just needed somebody who he know that he can get the ball too quick or if he can't, if there's nobody open, shit, take off with it. Do what he do. Facts. And I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the, to the guys, that, two, two of my guys with the L.A. Uh, to the Rams. And uh, one, our boy Taylor Rapp, uh, he failed in the draft. Uh, apparently, it's to a hip injury, but T- Taylor Rapp got got drafted by the Rams, and I'm glad to see he he gonna fit right there. And I don't see, I don't see anybody else taking his spot, so he should he should the way he's working ethic is he should be starting right at the rip. And well, I've I've always I've always criticized the Rams um, with you know they they went all all on their offense I mean all all on the defensive line and. All the secondary, but they refused to address the middle part. And mm. I think they got when they got Dakota Allen, um, Texas Tech. I mean, I've seen. I don't know if y'all watched uh, Last Chance U, but yeah, that's a good talking, story. You talking about it, and, and a guy who was in the wrong spot, at the wrong time, but now he's turned his life around. And intelligent guy, know what he's doing. Uh, he, he was a captain on that team uh, every year he was there at Texas Tech. And Dakota Allen, uh, you know, I just, I mean, I love the story. I love that he got his opportunity and. Um, yeah, I, I think I think he's gonna ball out in uh, LA. I got a question for y'all. Every every year, you know, we have people that come out, and we all have these high expectations for them. So, name one or two college players that you loved in college, you thought were gonna be great in the pros, but they turned out to be a bust, or they just didn't pan out, or like they they were thought to probably be a Hall of Fame or something like that. Maybe they, they didn't live up to that. Like I thought Reggie Bush and Darren Fabry gonna tear the NFL up, but. Reggie Bush had a solid career in McFadden. Mm-hmm. It, it was what it was. So uh, those would be my two, for example, right there. Um, man, I'm gonna is I'm gonna reach back a little bit on this one or for one. Um, I would say uh, Jason Campbell. I mean, mm. yeah, is it Jason Campbell from from Auburn? Um, from yeah. Auburn? That man. As a matter of fact, a lot. And, and, and I want to say, I guess I'll say from the same team, Cadillac Williams. Like those two, oh my oh, yeah. god, bro! Like, I, I man, I was what like eighth grade, and I just knew that those guys were gonna go to go to the league and be all world everything. And those two, they sucked terrible. <laughs> um, <clears throat> shit. 
mine's kind of bad too. But I'm a, for, for my first one. I'm gonna stick with a homer. So you know, I'm a I'm a, I'm a Gamecock fan, soccer line Gamecock. So you know, I love Troy Williamson coming uh-huh. out. And then he got drafted by my Minnesota Vikings. So you know, I was really excited. Yeah, I remember that. And we wasted we wasted <laughs> a, a top ten draft pick on a guy who, oh gosh, he should have been undrafted. <laughs> that's how that's how that's how bad it was. But uh, I thought I thought Troy Williamson did all right though. No, it, he he was okay first year, and then he flat he he panned out. He he went out. He was terrible after that, and, and he, I think after maybe like two or three years, he was gone from the team. Uh, he he was terrible. It, it was that was a terrible draft pick. Dang. And then, <laughs> and then I also, uh, you know, when you talk about Bama guys, I thought Trent Richardson was going to be something like oh power, <laughs> power, how big he was, I, and then, and then he, I mean, he 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 had it all. I thought, you know, I thought he did, <laughs> but he, turned out he had he had nothing. <laughs> but Trent, yeah, I thought I thought Richardson was going to be somebody. It's crazy. I was never big on Trent Richardson. I mean, I liked him at Alabama, but uh, when I got to see the guy, the cat in person. And I knew he would like he he wasn't the tallest in the world, but there was something about his running style that just didn't didn't do it for me. I didn't think that it was gonna do well in the league. It was kind of almost like T.J. Yeldon. I I knew T.J. Yeldon was good in college, but in the league I just didn't because he didn't he wasn't like no breakaway speed guy. He wasn't like the fastest. He had a little bit of sauce, but that's about it. He wasn't he wasn't all that good. He was he was decent for Alabama though. Of course, but who ain't good for Alabama? Right, exactly. <laughs> That's true. They have some right. NFL talent down and, there. And um, before before we get out of here, I do want I do want to address the 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 team that had a F grade for the first round. They I think they had a pretty solid draft after that. But mm. the, the the New York Football Giants. Um, I just <laughs> I just I just I've, I've heard I've heard scouts uh, from everywhere, and I've heard that the Redskins and the Dolphins wanted Haskins. I heard that nobody was drafting Drew Locke in the first round. Wow. Um, and then, so which means, and we knew Kyler Murray was going one. So, if the other teams who needed quarterbacks, and and Bengals wanted Haskins, um, so everybody who else needed quarterbacks, you know, didn't take their guy. They wasn't going to take Daniel Jones. So you kind of wait. I was like, I mean, like I said, it's not Daniel Jones' fault. And but I think the value of Daniel Jones at six. Is 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 crazy when you could have got him at uh, at seventeen if you wanted him that bad, and you could have got you an Ed Oliver, um, which which you actually needed, or you could have got you a um, I mean who I mean a linebacker Devin White. Oh, that Devin White's already gone, but you could have got something like that, um, and yeah. and made your team way better. But you you end up getting a Dexter Lawrence at seventeen and a Dan Jones, and they're not. They, I don't think they're bad players, um, but if you if you took you know. Damn, Jones at seventeen, and I heard Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence. There's Lawrence wasn't going first round. I mean, you got him at seventeen. I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking, first round the Giants were, were pretty bad, but they, they kind of made up for it later on. But yeah, them boys, them boys, them boys, wild and Rashad. They did not listen to our podcast saying that do not reach for a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> don't reach, don't, don't, don't reach, or don't draft, don't draft one at all. But they. They did it. I mean, I think Daniel Jones is gonna be okay, but I don't think he's gonna be yeah. Hall of Fame. You know, just when you come when you come from that Manning camp, like if you got Peyton Manning's approval and you like you could be Eli's, you know, extra <laughs> in a movie or something yeah, like that. I I, I, I think he'll be, I, I think he'll be fine. I mean, I think he's gonna at least 
get a few years out of his career, you know, be a solid starter in New York. Just gets coming from that. He he didn't have great numbers at Duke. It's, it's Duke I though. mean, I don't think anybody exactly. thought Tom Brady's gonna be great. You know, so, so I, I think Jones is gonna be pretty decent. Um I thought he was the third or fourth best QB behind Murray, Haskins, Locke, and then Jones, but you know, we'll just see how it plays out. I um I wasn't I didn't frown I uh, I didn't I didn't frown on it. I wasn't happy about it because I mean for a, a number of different reasons, but because I would have liked to seen some some something different in uh, New York, just for the New York fans. I mean, they don't want to see no more of the Eli Manning type quarterback. However, um, just Daniel Jones, like I, I remember watching his bowl game this year, and it made me pull up, you know, some some film on him. And the dude is actually pretty good, bro. Like the, the cat is all right. He just don't. He didn't ever have. He didn't have what he needed at Duke to produce everything he needed. And then, two, like, the the, the the guys that he was throwing to at Duke, dude, they were they were dropping everything. They had, there was a lot of drops on that team. There was yeah. a lot of – I mean, he, he saw – he saw – he saw what he what, – he knew what he wanted and he knew what uh, decision that he was making. But a lot of times – the receiver just wasn't on that page and they didn't understand what they were doing. So it, I, I don't want to put it on him. I like the fact that he's in New York behind, like, like you said, coming out of that Eli Manning, I mean, that, that Manning camp. Um, he has all of the tools. He has every, uh, he has, uh, you know, his IQ was, it was uh, turned out to be pretty uh, good as well. So, I mean, hey, if you if if if, if Peyton Manning give you the uh the thumbs up, and I'm pretty sure Eli is going to give it to him too, he'll pass the torch with no problem. Um, I think this, this Daniel got, Jones guy, he's going to turn out to be all right. He's going to be a pretty good. He's going to be he going he going to shock some people too. And last thing, going from that Duke receiving core to having Saquon Barkley go to Tate, yeah. so Shepard, you going to be he's going to be he's going to be all right. Yeah, most definitely. All right, well that's preach can't preach. Uh, the draft podcast with Rashad and Eric, man. I appreciate y'all joining me today. And remember, Andy Dalton. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate y'all boys having me, man. Sure. Anytime, anytime, man. Kevin, you know what's up with me. It was, it was a pleasure to meet you, Rashad, man. I hope to, I hope to talk to y'all boys again, man. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. We'll do it again. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.